This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. If you don't know already, we do a daily financial news show on this channel. Yes, daily means daily, so seven days a week. I try to do it at 7.30 a.m. And on Thursdays, we typically do it around 7 because something else we do on this channel is we interview multimillionaires five days a week and put it out as something we call the expert series. This channel is for you. And as you heard yesterday, there was a recommendation uh, from a follower and a student. Uh, his name's Nathan and said, hey, why don't you try to reach out to newbie investors or new investors and see if we can't get them on the show and help everyone. And as I said yesterday, that was a great idea. I was looking to get three or four folks to try to take me up on that. And wow, Nathan, that was a great idea. We have, um, I think, five people reached out within like three hours. Uh, We have the first one today at nine o'clock. And then I have responded to the other four on Sunday. I said one's at eight, one's at nine, one's at 10, one's at 11. I think... I think I have two confirmed. I think the 8 a.m. is confirmed, and that actually might be it. I think a gentleman named Sean is confirmed, 8 a.m., and then I guess, yeah, 9, 10, and 11 are yet confirmed, but I did respond. Uh, my schedule is not that open, but I'm willing to willing to give four hours Sunday to see if this idea of talking to newbie investors uh, helps. Again, the deal is you're going to get to interviewed on Zoom. We are going to save that file. My hope, this is my hope, is we record what they're thinking, what they're asking, what, what's confusing, and we help others get started. That's what this channel is about, right? We are, we are trying to help people have a better financial future, and if you stay at it long enough, uh, financial freedom. So uh, Let's see what happens. We start here in about, uh, I guess, an hour and a half. And as always, they'll be live. They'll be posted. We'll just move on. So if you want to follow along with these newbie investors, make sure you get the course because I'm sure we're going to talk about focus and and daily execution and make sure we understand the math and all of that. Uh, So I will stay true to the course and we'll just see what happens. Next up, uh, if you're following me on YouTube every day and you're watching the Daily Financial News Show, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, In case you like podcasts, I don't know if you're aware of this, but all my videos over five minutes get bounced over to a podcast, which of course is called One Rental at a Time, available on all of your podcast platforms. That upload happened Saturday. In fairness, it is no original content. I already do this enough. Uh, but I do have somebody strip the video from the file and then upload it. If your chosen means is a podcast, it is there. And then, of course, I still intend to do our live Q&A tomorrow, 8 a.m. Pacific, 60 minutes. If there's questions, I will stay. Uh, So get your questions in early. I will be prepared to go at 8. And if you're a student 
or a new student, a lot of people have signed up in the last week or so, uh, and you're in the Facebook group, I will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. for a more intimate question and answer session. They are recorded uh, in the Facebook group, so have fun there. And then lastly, uh, I've just published an article on my website, One Rental at a Time. I'm going to try to link it on the description of this video. Uh, it'll probably be in a few hours because I forgot to do it this morning. Uh, but go ahead and take a look at that. Let me know what you think. I'm, I'm trying to help people get started and everybody learns differently. Uh, some people like to read and whatnot. So it's about eight or nine pages, I think. So in the end, what do we got today? You know what? I'm going to start with Lamborghini. I mean, what what? I don't know. If, I don't know. Do 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 thirteen to sixteen year old girls like Lamborghinis? And I asked that because I was about to say something that could be perceived as sexist, and I'm not sure if it is or not because I've never been a thirteen to sixteen year old girl. So I ask you, ladies, when you were thirteen or sixteen, were you thinking about Lamborghinis and Ferraris as like the coolest cars on the planet? You wanted one one day. Let me know comments below. I have no idea. I don't think my sister did, but in fairness, I never asked. But as a young boy, we always had pictures of Ferraris and Lamborghinis and ooh-la-las. And the reason I bring this up is because Lamborghini had record profits last year. Do you need any further sign that we have a K-shaped economy, the wealth gap is expanding? This is, this is just stupid. This, this is not okay. We need the middle class stronger. We need the middle class growing. We don't need the uber-rich to become even more uber-rich. I don't get it. So I just don't get it. But yeah, they uh, they produced 7,430 cars last year. 2,224 of them were in North America. And my God, they have seen a home run, their words, not mine, with an SUV that cost $220,000 base model. I'm sorry. That is stupid. Come on. But hey, to each his own. You got the cash. Go do you. Go, go do your thing. But yeah, Lamborghini had a record profits in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic, K-shaped economy. I was not feeling good when I read that article. We need we need the masses to go up. Uh, it is. Uh, we don't need the we don't need the one percent to be more one percent. Anyways, I digress. Uh, on the earnings front, again, last weekend we talked about some key earnings that were going to come out. We got them. Nike. Uh, they hit the bottom, uh, but they missed top line. And now people are blaming ports, right? We've heard about supply chains in chips, started in manufacturing, then went to computers, then phones. Now it's hurting Nike, right? Not chips, obviously, but they got a lot of shoes, I guess, stuck in containers somewhere around the world. And they're saying they have at least a three-week backlog in shipping. Yeah, that's a problem. So again, missed missed on revenue because of that. FedEx uh, beat top and bottom, uh, had great growth in both air and ground, uh, which was uh, noticeable for them. Most importantly, FedEx talked about the future. For the last four quarters, lots of companies have been not interested in kind of giving a view of the future. Uh, but now companies are starting to do that in greater numbers, and FedEx did. So again, I see that as another sign that we're right on the edge of getting out of this nightmare. Ford. Uh, Ford is getting uh, got an upgrade today, uh, kind of that old industrial company. Uh, looks like they 
The analysts believe that they're going to make a run at electric vehicles. We shall see. Uh, certainly behind the curve. Uh, but I think without question, a lot more cars will be electric in a decade than they are today. And obviously Ford wants to play in that space. Don't know if you heard this, but uh, caught me off guard. Uh, a- oh, no, I was going to say Apple, not Apple, Amazon. Apple- Amazon spent a billion dollars, reportedly a billion dollars, getting the rights to Thursday night football, NFL football Thursday nights. I think I watched like two hours of football total last season, most of that being the Super Bowl. Don't really watch a lot of football. Uh, but yeah, a billion dollars to get Thursday night football. I didn't. I even forgot they did Thursday night football. But yeah, Amazon's going to be streaming Thursday night football for a billion dollars. Wow, that's a that's a great business, I guess. Uh, owning NFL teams. Big news of the day, kind of shocked the market a little bit. You're going to see banks, I suspect, get hit today. The Federal Reserve said, no, 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 we're not going to extend that emergency one year tweak to reserve requirements. They are going to uh, tighten. Well, the banks are going to see it as tightening. You and I are just going to go, hey, the rules have changed, right? Where The economy is better. Stop your whining. Uh, but basically what they're going to have to do is raise their internal capital uh, because before, you know, last year, they could lend more and their capital requirements weren't as great. Now they're tightening that up. So you're going to see them hold more cash uh, on their balance sheets. What I think that's going to mean, though, that might come back to bite all of us. Um, I haven't had time to look at the banks to see who might be most impacted by this, but some of the banks may have to ratchet back lending, right? We talked earlier in the week about the, what was it, uh, the GSEs or Fannie and Freddie kind of changing the rules on investment loans. Now you have the Fed kind of tightening banks, so maybe they're going to reduce lending. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know how severe it's going to be, but when you start messing with the banking system and rules and capital requirements, I always look to what's going to happen to lending because lending is a big part of my business, right? In investment properties and getting loans. And is it going to be more expensive? They want higher LTVs. Or as I saw in 2010, are they just going to come out and say, no, Michael, you can't borrow money. Go somewhere else. We shall see. Uh, next up, we got Petco. Uh, we talked about them earlier in the week, but now as I kind of read their article, obviously I love pets. If you know my story, uh, we lost Jimbo a few weeks ago. Um, they are seeing a huge growth because of the move to the suburbs. And that makes a lot of sense to me, right? You go to the suburbs, you get a backyard. What do you do? At least sometimes you get a dog. Maybe you get two, maybe you get cats. I don't know. Uh, but a lot of folks going out to the suburbs are getting that backyard. Getting a backyard means getting a pet. And of course, pets live for years, if not decades. So that's good business for Petco. Food, you know, uh, shots, whatever, haircuts, whatever it is. Again, Petco's, Petco's going to be a winner uh, as more folks kind of move to the suburbs and, you know, get those, uh, get those pets for their kids or, or for themselves, right, for, for companionship. Uh, and first, I'm a dog guy, not a cat guy. I'm sorry. Sister liked cats. I didn't. I didn't like cats. Uh, and then lastly, again, got to th- got to shout out the newbies who are going to hopefully uh, hopefully allow us to help more and more people. So that's what I got for you today. Again, remember uh, live Q and A tomorrow, 8 a.m. I'll do that from my computer right there. Uh, I will answer all the questions that come via chat, uh, at least as many as I can in an hour. Uh, want you to have a great day. 
Um, remember, it's a great day to make some money, and let's try to be better than yesterday. Have a wonderful day.